0: Happy Friday, everyone, and thanks for listening, keeping it locked on Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, we're going to get to prediction time, see if we can earn some money here, talk about what a win would possibly mean for Arizona football, and we're going to talk some Arizona basketball perimeter as well. Let's get started here on Locked On Wildcats. You are locked on Wildcats your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, it is Friday. That means game day is here. That means that we are going to talk about how this game? I see this game unfolding, and you know what? Well, we'll get some predictions. And again, if you think I'm smart, then take that to the Bet Online sports book and take my prediction. Or if you think I'm an idiot, say you know what? I'm going to go against Mike because he's stupid, and I'm going to go to the uh, Bet Online sports book and make money off of his uh, moronic nature. But either way, so here's here's what people need to remember again about this Arizona Oregon. I don't want to say rivalry, that's too strong of a term, but there have been some very, very interesting games that have uh, taken place over the years. Um, first and foremost, you need to remember that Arizona um, Arizona, generally plays Oregon tough. Even when Oregon's been highly rated and has come in here with a lot of really talented te- or teams, Arizona has generally played them tough. Um, and that's something that, Sometimes schools just have that, you know, Arizona Cal is always going to be a close game. It's just kind of in the cards. It's just kind of the way it is. Um, So you look right now and right now, Arizona is generally about a 12 point underdog, something like that. Um, I like Arizona with the points right there. And here's a big part of it is I'm not huge on Oregon. I get that Oregon's good. I get that Oregon's got better players than Arizona. But and keep in mind, yes, I get it. Most people against most people against Georgia would actually ha- would have the same problems that Arizona has for sure. But here's kind of where I'm at right now when it comes to the University of Arizona and when it comes to uh, Oregon. Um, I think that Oregon is again. You watched them against Georgia and they got blown out of the water for sure. That's a uh, but most people would get blown out of the water against Georgia. But it's more the manner in which they couldn't even really put up a fight. Um, they uh, they couldn't even really put up a fight. And on top of that, I think that this is a team that is also um, this is a team that's also somewhat limited. I get the Bo Nix is has put up good numbers this year. Like I said, I watched Bo Nix a lot throughout call or throughout his time at Auburn. And I was never really that impressed by him. It didn't really do a ton for me. Um, I think that uh, uh, the receipt the running back, I think uh, um, Bucky Irving is fantastic. Big fan of him. I expect him to be able to get some uh, numbers. Troy Franklin, Chase Cota. We talked about it, but I'm not overwhelmed by their team, and I think that it's kind of the Oregon uh, aura a little bit that has them rated so high. Again, I watched them against Washington State, and if Washington State wasn't doing dumb things throughout the end of that game, I think that Washington State could have won that game. Um, you know, when Cameron Ward throws a pick six in the way he does, that's a problem. But now, let's talk about uh, let's talk about Arizona, though. Let's talk about what they need to do. And first, this has to be a big game for Jaden DeLora. Jaden DeLora has to come out there and he's got to perform. And we've seen if Jaden DeLora plays well, he can pretty much keep you in about any any game out there. Um, he's got the receivers. He's got the wherewithal to be able to uh, make those kind of plays. That's where it's impressive for him, uh, at least in, uh, in my opinion. Now, uh, this is also going to be a big game. TMAC, extra Oregon commit right there, big-time recruit, um, there was a reason that he was made available for media day. Don't think that I'm um, breaking any news there. Jacob Cowing as well. Another player that um, needs to have a very big game for the University of Arizona. And if he doesn't, then that's going to be an issue for them. And it's going to be something where they're going to struggle a little bit. Um, where I do think that uh, Arizona needs to try to do. And it's something that, you know, big fan of Jetfish on this show, obviously. But one thing that I think that he has done from time to time is get away a little bit from the uh, the running game. I think you got to try to stick with the running game here. Again, maybe it doesn't work. I get that. But if it doesn't work, then you know what? Uh, then you go it. But it can't be something where you try it for one series, and then you go. Um, I also think that uh, this is going to be uh, Michael Wiley, DJ Williams. This is going to be the kind of game where they're going to need to play some really good football here. Um because if Arizona can run the ball a little bit, if their offensive line can sustain some things, Arizona's chances of winning goes up and goes up in a big way. So that's certainly something to keep an eye on right there. Now, when it comes to uh, the Arizona defense, I'm not going to lie, this is going to be a tough game for the Arizona defense. Because um, while I I do realize that I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth right now, um, Oregon uh, Oregon can score some points for sure. And Arizona's defense has struggled pretty much all season. So that's I, again, I get what I'm saying there, but it is what it is now. What would a win mean for Arizona? First of all, a win for Arizona would be the biggest win for the program in quite a while. And honestly, I can't even remember the last time that Arizona would have had a win like that. Um, you probably have to go back 10 years, but it also not that he needs any legitimacy in what he's doing, because you can just tell by recruiting, you can tell by what he's already done, but it would really, really um, it would really help uh Jed fish though out on the recruiting trail. Hey, we just beat a top 20 team. Uh, we're already at four wins this year on the season. We had one last year. Now we're at four We're going to keep pushing. It also puts you in that seven to eight win realm, which makes things a lot easier. If you're in that seven to eight win realm, then by year three, yes, you worry about, okay, well, Jed Fish going to still be here, but I've never really subscribed to that theory because I don't worry about that. If a coach, if a team comes looking for a better, or a team comes looking for your coach, a better school, um, because he's, uh, the job he's done, then I can deal with that because that means that you also left Arizona in a much better footing than you inherited. So I'll told I'll deal with that issue every single day of the week. But as far as a prediction goes, I'm going to go Oregon 41, Arizona 34. Um, I think this game, I think Arizona absolutely has a chance in this game. Again, Oregon does not overwhelm me by any means. Um, there's a, yes, they're good but I think Arizona absolutely has a chance in this game. And we'll see, again, we'll see how this, uh, how this all unfolds. But um, if we're sitting here Monday and we're talking about an Arizona win, it would not uh, shock me in the least. I do think, I would be a little surprised if Oregon ran away with this game, um, but a lot of people do think that's going to happen. We'll see, but I'm back in the A on this one, at least back in the A to cover. Um, but like I said, if Arizona were to win, wouldn't surprise me in the least. Uh, defensively, though, they're going to have to come up with some stops. They're going to have to come up with something or they're going to have to come up with a few plays where, you know, uh, you know, a Hunter Eccles, you know, a dive off the or a sack off the edge or, um, you know, something like that. So we'll find we'll find out right now where exactly um, where exactly they are. Um but i do like where arizona stands right now now going forward then uh going forward then um uh the rest of the schedule then it becomes a little bit easier you're playing with a little bit more house money right there because if you're playing if you win that game then you start looking you're like okay then the bowl becomes more a bowl game becomes more of a possibility as well um Bowl game becomes more of a possibility as well. And a bowl game in a second year under Jed Fish, you might as well You are locked. A bowl game, my bad. A bowl game under Jed Fish, you might as well give him the coach of the year in the conference right now and you start looking at being a possible national coach of the year because there would be that type that would be that type of impact right there. But again, I'm going to Arizona 41, 34. Um, or excuse me, Oregon 4134, but I look for a spirited performance back in the A to cover. Okay. Now, uh, I want to talk a little bit of football here or a basketball as well, because as we all know, Tommy Lloyd is the uh uh Tommy Lloyd is the face of Arizona basketball. Now we just had the red-blue game. In the previous episode, we broke down what to expect from some of the uh, uh big men. Now I want to talk a little bit more about the perimeter guys the guys that'll be starting first, Kirk Risa, you're going to keep hearing this time and time and time again, that Kirk Risa just needs to continue to do. Uh, he needs to be able to lead the team. He needs to be able to lead them in a right way. And he needs to be able to up his shooting percentages. Um, and if you can do that, then that's going to be, that will be fantastic for them. Um, but if he uh, if he doesn't, then there's a little uh, you know that there's a little bit of a more of an issue I think in play right there. But he's got to be able to do that. Um, if he can do that, then you're looking at a team that might have a little bit of a higher ceiling than um, than I th- than I think than I think other pe- people probably thought. Now, uh, when it comes to uh, that shooting guard position, Courtney Ramey. You need Courtney Ramey to basically be a 13-14 point per game guy. Um you could tell Jed Fish, or not Jetfish. <laughs> Tommy Lloyd was asked about him in the uh, pre- or in the post Red Blue Presser and he said that um he's not really worried about what Courtney Ramey uh, can do. He knows what he can do when over 6, but you could tell and Tommy Lloyd's always kind of had this style about him where it's just kind of like, you know, Trust me, he'll be good. And as we've talked about before, when Tommy Lloyd says, trust him, trust him. He's shown this many, many times already over the years. There's no reason to doubt what he's saying, quite frankly, because he's, again, he's shown that he knows what he's talking about. Last year, you know, Arizona goes into the year without any uh, uh, top 25 expectations. And Tommy Lloyd was asked and he said, um, and he said that, I do like, I I like them a lot, but, um, and I know what good teams look like, but, you know, at the end of the day, these are, um, these are players that, uh, um, these are, this this is what a good team looks like, and Lloyd said that before, and I think Lloyd's going to continue to uh, say that, I think he's going to stick by that. Now, um, one of the players, too, that, Tommy Lloyd is obviously a huge fan of is, uh, excuse me, is um, uh, Pella Larson. Pella Larson was a, how do I put this? Pella Larson was, um, I was wrong on Pella. When he came in, I was like, man, this guy stinks. And um, he was, uh, um, he was, you know he struggled. Let's be honest with you. I mean, you, we can be honest here. He he struggled in a big way, and um, that doesn't really take away from the fact, though, that he um, that by the by the end of the year, he was the Pac-12 Freshman of the Year or a pack yeah Pac-12 a Sixth Man of the Year, and uh, I watch him and I just wonder how good he can be because. I've talked with people that are a lot smarter than me um, and they all have said um, that he can play in the NBA. I don't necessarily see that. And uh, but again, I've been wrong on this stuff before. Um, But one thing that I do like about them, one thing I do like about him though, is that his body, he's definitely leaned down his body and he's leaned down his body in a big way. Um if he's a little bit more um if if it's a uh, if it's a little bit if he's a little bit more fluid I guess with the ball, if he's able to make a few more plays off the bounce, things become a lot easier for him at that point. I don't know that he can do that, but I don't know that he can't do that. This is going to be a big year. I think that people will be able to have a real idea as to what he can do by that point. So, excuse me, we'll find out about that. But also, you've got some pretty intriguing options coming off the bench then as well. And, um, you know, obviously, Cedric Henderson is a fascinating guy. His uh, father played in the NBA, as we know. Uh, Cedric uh, Jr. was at Campbell University. And like I said, don't let Campbell University, don't let that name fool you. Um, He is... uh, um, he is, he's pretty much at the point right now where, um, how do I put this? Uh, you can bench, pencil him in for about 18 to 20 minutes a game. He's wildly athletic. He's very skilled. Certainly a guy to keep a close eye on. All right. Now we're going to take a quick break right here, but first want to tell you again, as we've talked about before about underdog, here's the deal. Um, Underdog is the best place to go. You can sign up with a promo code locked on one word, and Underdog will double your deposit up to one hundred dollars. Deposit one hundred, get one hundred free. Go to underdogfantasy.com or find the Underdog Fantasy app in the App Store, Google Play Store. CTA repeated. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code locked on. One word, get in on the college sports pick-em action today. College football is here. There is no better place to be than underdog. Check it out. We will be right back with you, and we're going to continue breaking down the rest of the Arizona uh, basketball perimeter. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I'm Mike Luke. All right, we just talked about Cedric Henderson and what he could possibly provide on the perimeter. Now let's talk about Adama Ball. Adama Ball is the ultimate wild card, in my opinion. Adama Ball is the player that he could be 11 points per game this year or he could be 5 points per game. Um, he could go on to that Michael Diggerson trajectory or, you know what, he could kind of just kind of be that slow burn. I don't know what to expect. But when you watch Tommy Lloyd, when he's talked about Adama Ball, you can tell that he has big, big expectations for uh, the young man from France, um, he's talked about how he's the age of what normal, uh, what a freshman should be. And you got to remember that last year, Dama ball came in at 17 and a half years old. Um, we're in the day now where parents are holding their kids back two years, which is super lame. I've never understood that to play basketball. Um, so you get kids that are coming in as 20 year old freshmen, a ball came in as a 17 year old. That, um, that's obviously something that, um, you don't see a ton of this day. And by the end of the year, Ball was a big part of what they wanted to do on the perimeter. Um, You could tell that Adama Ball was not necessarily um, ready when he started, but Tommy Lloyd talked about at the end, he wanted to start getting him some meaningful minutes and that maybe he slow played him a little too much. Um, You saw in the Pac-12 tournament when Ball came in, he started getting some real uh, opportunities and he performed very well. Um, you know, he would make the open three, he would hit the setup. So we'll see where he is, but there's, I think there's a lot to like there. There's a lot of potential. Uh, we've got a couple other guys to break down. We'll be right back with you. Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right. Now let's talk about a couple of the other players here that could figure in Philip Borovichinen Big fan of Philly B on this show. Um, when Arizona first offered him, I, I think I was with a lot of people where it was kind of like who? But you also have to remember, too, that when it comes to Borovicinen, um, yes, he didn't play against the greatest competition in college or excuse me, in high school or you know, overseas, but Tommy Lloyd really likes him, and that's clear. And if Tommy Lloyd really likes you, that's a good thing. Um, because there's probably not a better international recruiter in the entire country than Tommy Lloyd. And there's a lot to like about Borovicin's game. You look at him, he looks like he's a legit 6'8 or 6'9, somewhere in that realm. Um, He can handle the ball. He can pull up. He can shoot. He can do all of that stuff. Um, It'll just be interesting to see how ready he is. And on top of that, the players that are in front of him, Um, Is he able to steal a few of their minutes? Is he able to hop in there and, you know, maybe steal a couple minutes from a Pella Larson or a Courtney Ramey or heck maybe even in the perimeter or on the inside with a little positional flexibility. I don't know the answer to that. We're going to find out, but um, there's a lot to like with this team. There's a lot of moving pieces. Again, I don't believe that it's a national title contender, but I do believe that this is a team that's going to be top 15 to 25 pretty much all season. And I think as long as Tommy Lloyd's coaching here, that's going to be the case because Tommy Lloyd clearly gets it. Okay. Now um, we're going to be signing off here, but again, taking Arizona I'm back in the A with the points right here. Um, always try to give it to you level 41 to 34. Um, right now I'm at uh, right now we're at uh you know, uh, three and two on the season for Arizona. If they can get to four and two, then it really changes the trajectory. I think Arizona is going to hang with them, and I think they're going to give a good spirited performance of themselves. All right. As always, appreciate all of you. We will be back with you Monday. You've been listening to Locked on Wildcats.